Did the resurrection of Jesus really happen or is it just a story passed down through generations? In this episode of our podcast, we tackle the biggest question in Christianity. Can debunking the resurrection debunk the entire faith? From examining the historical evidence to exploring alternative explanations, we leave no stone unturned in our quest for the truth. Join us for a thought-provoking discussion that challenges the very foundation of Christianity. Get ready to dive deep into a topic that is sure to challenge your beliefs and leave you questioning everything you thought you knew about the resurrection and Christianity. What is going on, everyone? I'm your host, Brandon, and welcome to episode three of the Narrow Way podcast. I want you guys to think of a man, and we'll say that this man's name is John. And John claimed to have invented a revolutionary machine that could turn any material into gold. John claimed that this machine was the key to solving all of the world's economic problems and that it would change the entire course of history. People from all over the world rushed together to see this new machine, and many were convinced due to John's passionate speeches and seemingly irrefutable evidence. However, a group of scientists began to look into what John was claiming and eventually found out that it was a cleverly disguised scam. They exposed John's lies to the world, and he quickly was discredited and thrown into prison. Well, what exactly is the point of this story? One big lie and the entire system goes down, no matter how much was put into it. And that is what we are going over in today's episode. If the foundation of Christianity, which is the resurrection of Jesus, can be disproven, then all of Christianity is all a big scam. So, as we begin, I first want to go over what about the resurrection makes it worthy of being the foundation of Christianity. Now, you might be saying to yourself, Brandon, I've heard about the resurrection of Jesus. I know why it's special. But, I mean, do you seriously realize that the resurrection is everything? It's everything. Think about Jesus' life. He came down to earth and he healed children who were dying. He touched people that nobody dared to go near. He forgave sins, which is blasphemous to the Pharisees and punishable by death. Jesus flipped everyone's world upside down. But that wasn't all Jesus came to do. Jesus' main mission, sent forward by his father, was to radically defeat death. And that's exactly what he did on that third day. Do you know how many things, small things, matter of fact, that I struggle to beat every single day? And Jesus is literally defeating death itself, which is the second scariest thing to humans, statistically. So why does Christianity balance everything on this one miracle? From N.T. Wright, he says, The resurrection is not just a validation of our faith, it's the transformation of our lives. It's not just a belief we hold, it's a reality we live in every day. It's not just a story we tell, it's the power that compels us to love, to serve, and to live with purpose and meaning. The resurrection proves who Jesus was, the Son of God, the Savior of the world, the Messiah. I mean, think about it. If the, if the resurrection was fake, what would be the point of our faith? If Jesus never defeated death, then he wasn't the Son of God, let alone the Messiah. He would just be another prophet, but definitely not God. Even Paul talks about how meaningless our faith would be if the resurrection didn't happen. It says in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 17, 
And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile, you are still in your sins. Or, and if Christ has not been raised, then your faith is useless. If the if Christ hasn't been raised, your faith is useless and you are still guilty of your sins. Without the resurrection, we have no hope of eternal life. We have no hope of reunion with loved ones. No hope of anything. Without the resurrection, life is quite literally pointless. And that's what makes it so foundational. The fact that Jesus did, in fact, beat death. The fact that it isn't just a belief, but a reality we get to live in every day of our life. It's the reason why we rejoice when life throws us a storm. It's the reason we love others. It gives us every bit of purpose and meaning. It gives us forgiveness. It gives us hope. It gives us eternal life. Now, maybe you're not a Christian listening right now. Maybe you have your doubts on the legitimacy of the resurrection. I mean, the benefits of it sound amazing, but is it too good to be true? Like, how can I really know that this happened? To answer this question, I actually researched six minimal facts about the legitimacy of the resurrection. Now, to sort of preface before I get into them, for just one of these facts to be included on this list, they were compared to 3,400 other sources. And they have to appear true on a minimum 90% of them. That means for every single one of these facts, they have to be true on at least 3,060 of the 3,400 articles. And the thing is, most of these facts were at 100%. So with that in mind, our first fact is number one, at the very least, it is not disputed from any historian, atheist, or Christian that Jesus was the minimum a real person who died by Roman crucifixion. Let me say that one more time. Number one, at the very least, it is not disputed by any historian, atheist, or Christian that Jesus was, at minimum, a real person who died by Roman crucifixion. You do not need to be a Christian to acknowledge that Jesus was, in fact, a real man who walked this earth, taught others, had followers, and died on a Roman cross. Number two, Jesus' followers all experienced what they believed to be actual appearances of an actual resurrected Christ. Whether you, so whether you're Christian or not, whether you believe that Jesus rose or that he didn't, there is enough evidence, secular and non-secular, to suggest that his followers did in fact believe 100% that Jesus died and then they saw Jesus alive. Okay, number three. Because of the experience that Jesus' followers had with the supposed risen Christ, they were willing to be tortured and die for their faith in Jesus' resurrection. This is just such a big one. I just need to read it one more time. Because of the experience that Jesus' followers had with the supposed risen Christ, they were willing to be tortured and die for their faith in Jesus' resurrection. So at this point in time, there were 11 of Jesus' disciples alive. Because remember, Judas, he killed himself. Of those 11, John, John, the one who the Bible says Jesus loved, they tried to kill him for his faith by dipping him in hot, boiling oil. But he just kept on coming back, and that caused him to be exiled to an island called Patmos. The other 10 would not deny their faith, leading them to all be tortured and killed because they believed they saw the resurrected Christ. Now, I actually went and I looked up exactly how 
every apostle was tortured and killed and viewer discretion it's it's pretty brutal okay so starting with peter peter was crucified upside down next to his wife because he didn't believe he was worthy to die as jesus did i mean like talk about humble andrew was crucified in an x shape james was beheaded philip was also crucified upside down bartholomew was flayed and beheaded and just a quick side note <coughs> being flayed was a form of torture where a person's skin is removed from their body using a sharp device of some sort and sometimes being flayed would actually serve as a form of execution because the shock and the blood loss from one's skin being ripped off their body was enough to actually kill them um, Matthew was stabbed to death Thomas was speared to death. The other James was believed to have been stoned to death. Thaddeus was beaten to death. And Simon was sawed in half. And through all of this, none of the disciples refused to admit that they did indeed look upon a risen Christ. Hey everyone, it's Brandon here with your weekly interruption of the episode. I'm just going to let you guys know that I actually have a LinkedIn now and you can find the link for my LinkedIn on my Instagram at Merlino Brandon, that's M-E-R-L-I-N-O Brandon. On my LinkedIn, you can expect to find quotes from the podcast, updates and stuff like that. And you can connect with me and opportunities for the podcast. So again, you can find my LinkedIn on my Instagram and Let's get back to the podcast. Okay, so number four, the Christian church started right after Jesus was killed, where Jesus was killed in the city of Jerusalem. Today, the Christian church has spread throughout the entire world, and the church continues to meet regularly and continues to thrive. Number five, the biological brother of Jesus, who was James, was not a Christian until he believed to have seen the resurrected Jesus. And finally, number six, Paul, who wrote most of the New Testament, went from killing Christians to starting churches because he had an experience with who he believed was the risen Christ. It's a little flashback to the last episode. And, you know, I can try to convince you that the resurrection is real with these points, but if someone were to ask me why I believe that the resurrection was real, I would say it's, because, it's not because of these points. It's not because of the Bible. It's not because someone else convinced me. It's because the resurrection changed me. It is more than humbling to look back on myself a few years ago, see the broken down kid with foolishness that poured out like water. I look at the ungodliness of my heart, the sin in my actions, the regret, the brokenness. I was lost. And if you would have told me three years ago, Hey, you're going to look forward to going to church. You're going to blast worship music in the car and you're going to sing your heart out. You're going to dream of being a pastor. I would have told you to go kick dirt. You know the only person capable of making those things a reality? Someone who is able to predict their own death and resurrection, die, and then pull it off. Someone who left the throne in heaven to come down to earth and live a completely sinless life. Someone who is willing to go through the worst pain imaginable. To die for someone who might want nothing to do with him. That man's name is Jesus. And his resurrection has proved its legitimacy in my life. And it can prove it in yours too. 
And after I was transformed, I began to realize beautiful things, like how God doesn't require anything from you. Your salvation is not up to anything you can do, but rather it is a free gift from Him to us. And if you still have doubts about the resurrection, you'll fit right in. Welcome to the party, because guess what? We all have unanswered questions that we will deal with every single day. But those doubts do not make you unworthy of a king who wants your heart. In fact, sometimes for your faith to grow, it requires being able to admit that you aren't going to know everything there is to know about Jesus. But as we wrap up today, I encourage you that if you have your doubts about anything that has to do with the resurrection or with Jesus, to just try. Give it a shot. Pray and reveal yourself to God, and I'm willing to guarantee that if you just try, you will be overcome with a love you never thought possible. A love that welcomes you back in with open arms after you fail over and over again. A love that doesn't discriminate against who you are when it comes to changing you no matter your past. A love that actually buries itself into your soul so that you have no choice but to radiate light to other people. You become this person that when people don't see a God in their textbooks or their science experiments, they see him in your love. So yeah, if the resurrection is false, then this is all for nothing. Everything I said to you is meaningless and you should have stopped listening a while ago. But man, if this resurrection is real, in which I'm certain it is, then you or someone you know might be missing out on the greatest redemption story, the greatest gift of their lives. So my mission to someone today is if you truly don't believe that the resurrection is real, prove it. Prove it. And while you try to do that, allow me to love you like Jesus would. Will you guys pray with me? God, we know that you can change the hearts of anyone. We also know that a lot is built upon the legitimacy of your resurrection. So God, will you open the hearts of everyone who has ears to hear? Let your truth be known that there was indeed a man named Jesus who was alive and who died on a Roman cross. But let it also be known that the grave could not hold him and that he came back to life and now offers that life to those who are willing to accept it. If people have doubts, I pray that you just let them know that their doubts are a normal part of this walk, but convince them, God, that this walk is worth it. We love you and it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I love you guys.